Who eats cheese at one in the morning? That's why you're dry heaving. You have all this Swiss that has to come up. <laughs> Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. And that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Oh, man, another long weekend at the office. Thank God this weekend it's just me, my wild turkey, and Nick the cat. Oh, please don't tell me my neighbors are having a party. Hey, hey, Ruby, welcome home. Daily, what the hell are you doing here? Baby, I'm living here now. All I need is Spearsy's couch, Spearsy's booze, and Spearsy's cat. Come here, Axel. Come here, baby Axel. Axel? That's not his name. His name is Nick. Come here, Nick. The cat doesn't like you at all. Come here, Axel. Okay, so you have my couch and my cat. Can we at least change the music? Sure, sure, we can turn it off. In fact, let's watch some TV. E.T. God, no! Welcome to hell! Don't worry, only be here a few months. Give me a, give me a hug. Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, with TampaBay.com, and today... We're going to talk about funk in the 80s. And I'm not talking about the bootylicious funk. I'm talking about Spearsy and Daily funk. With me as always, he's now my roommate, Times Pop Music critic Sean Daly. I don't know if it's so much roommate as I'm just a lodger. I'm just a friendly lodger in the night. Think of me as, as mysterious. I think there's a lot of things. Mysterious doesn't come to mind. Uh, yes, we should probably uh, address um, the elephant in the room, an well, elephant that looks a lot like Sean Daly, the elephant on the couch. Right. <laughs> now, as a lot of people remember, the last podcast that we were together, we, we hinted that there's some changes Yeah, coming. Um, except for um, dragging uh, Natalie Diffenbaugh's entire life out into the, uh, you know, into cyberspace. Uh, I'm a very private man, Spearsy, and I protect my loved ones, and yet... Um, I'm not being flip about this. Actually, I'm being rather serious. Um, uh, I am now, how do I put this? Not so much a, a single man as just an untethered man. You know, uh, there have been some marital issues. Not that I've ever been married, but I imagine marital issues are much like this. And so, um, without getting into great detail, I am on your couch. <laughs> Wait a minute. I know there's a collective gasp out there in 80s land. No, no, I don't want to listen. Like I said, I, I don't want to go into details. Um, obviously, there are uh, sensitive issues that matter, that, that, matter that, uh, that are just between me and my loved ones. But um, uh, after 17 long years together, uh, my better half and I have uh, decided to part ways. Ouch. 
Yeah. Well, no, you know, it's uh, to be honest, uh, we've been th- this is this has been going on for a while, much like um, David Arquette and Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but um, but yeah, not to belabor the point, but um, yeah, there is a, a, a matrimonial discord that we are addressing. Um, the doors are not closed forever. I don't even know what that means, but uh, for the time being, uh, I get to wake up every morning <laughs> in the Spears Lair to the sound of your dry heaves. <laughs> Can we talk about this for a second? Yes. No, listen, you are a very, very good, gracious friend. Um, to allow me into your home while I find some sort of domicile, some sort of <laughs> hovel to live in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it'll happen any month now. I'll find a place to You know live. what I can't wait for, too? When we have to give your new place a nickname. Like, what, yeah, yeah, no, if no, I no, have the lair, what will yours be? The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> no, anyway, so every morning, you know, I set my alarm, my little phone. I live out of my pockets now. You know, I'm like boxcar Willie. I might as well have one of those sticks in the little bag. But every morning, my before my alarm goes off, I hear, and I'm like, what in the Sam hell? Can you tell the audience, Steve? That's so good. That why? Why do you dry heave every morning? It's not every morning. It's every. I mean, it sounds like you're being like stabbed, or like someone's applying the Heimlich to you. And I really, I lurch out off the couch like, oh my god, he's choking on something. He swallowed Nick the cat, and he's choking. Um, no, I, I take, I, I, I don't take pills. Well, is my my main problem. And uh, but you dry heat before the pill is even in your mouth. Like you think about it. I have a horrible gag reflex, a horrible gag reflex, and I don't know where it came from. But what happens every morning is I wake up, you know, get out of bed. And if I even think about throwing up or the pills I'm going to have to take or anything or, you know, seeing your pasty white butt on my couch, boom, gag reflex kicks in. And I start the, the dry heave process. You've never actually seen anything come out. No, I just, I just, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, that's <laughs> all right. Another thing we have to talk about is Nick the cat, the ball licking cat. You have, you know, hundreds of Facebook uh, followers who adore your cat. And I love the cat, too. You can tell I really, really enjoy Nick. The problem, however, is that you often lock your door at night, My bedroom your bedroom door, door yeah. leaving Nick and I together. And Nick, I call him a dog. Because he's, he really, he like begs for attention. And he's like, he licks my head as well as his balls. And he needs constant attention. So like over the course of like seven hours during the night, he pounces on my head like every half hour. Yeah, he does do that. Um, and then he misses his jumps. He's like, <laughs> he, he ain't exactly evil Knievel. Like he'll lurch from the couch to the table and like, it's like a cartoon. <laughs> and so he's always waking me up because he's missing his jumps. So between the cat jumping on my head, jumping on your table and your dry heaves, uh, it's quite an experience there, but we have fun, <laughs> but we have a good time. Anyway, I should I should add that um, everyone in my family is doing amazingly well. Uh, it's amazing. As they should how, be right. Uh, you know, you get rid of me, and people thrive. They're like, just you wait. Once you get me out of the Spears layer, you'll win the lottery. You'll date Christy Turlington. You know, it's funny. You people probably imagine that a, a night at the lair with Daly and Spears is, is just a. Bacchanal. Yeah, it's like New Year's Eve every night. It's not quite like that, is it? No, it's fun though. <laughs> I have fun. We, we watch, watch a good movie. We watch Waiting. We the watch other movies. Night. That was good. You drink tumblers of Crown Royal. Yeah, I drink you, wild turkey and Diet Coke. 
No, but it's fun. Like we're kind of like you, you complain know. that there's not enough salty snacks. There were no salty snacks. I had to provide all the salty. I offered snacks you last cheese night. one time. You you said no. I don't eat cheese. Yeah, because it was like one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Who eats cheese at one in the morning? That's why you're dry heaving. You have all this Swiss that has to come up. <laughs> but anyway, no, you've been very very good, and uh, I'm sure I'll find a place any day now. And um, like I said, everyone's doing well in my family. It's been a it's been a while since uh, we've been sitting on this news for a while, but, um, you know, for reasons I'll keep to myself, uh, you know, I guess changes had to be made, and there's no, uh, no def- nothing definitive where we're clearing our head a little bit, you know? It's not like, even those know, Spears, you're like, let's get out there on the single scene. Let's no. oh, 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 my I God, never you're said lying. That. Every night I come home, you're like in your leisure suit, like, let's go get them. You got the thumbs out? Do the hustle. No. I'm like, no hustle tonight. We're staying home and we're watching Short Circuit 2. And you're like, no, let's hit it. And you want us to have like fake names like Jacques and Yo-Yo. I don't even know what your your plan was on that. I don't know if I was Jacques or Yo-Yo. I don't get it. I don't do a French accent really well. (laughs) Now, here's here's the second half of our sad story today, which is that basically I, you know, I always say this is the year of no women. Now it truly is the year of no women. I see have, you're, you're full have, of crap. No, no, no. I've canceled every online dating service. I don't want to. I don't want to date. There. I don't want to date at all. I, I I'm in a date free zone. I do not want to go on any more dates for the foreseeable future. I want to. But, but here's the, I focus sit there on, on the couch. healing my friend daily. I sit there on my couch, but it's not. But already it's me healing you. Yeah, I just, I'm still in a better mood than you. I well, and my life is is yeah. in turmoil. I don't feel like going out. It's too much work. So I, you know what? I, I sit there and you say, we, we had this talk this morning where I said, I would rather go to work than go on a date. And you just looked at me like I was Canadian or something. But I sit there on the couch, on my couch, which is extremely comfortable, by the way. If the cat wasn't pouncing on me all the time, I could that. get a good solid eight and never wake up. I'd sleep like a log, but it's like, <laughs> constant. And then, <laughs> you must scare the hell out of women who spend the night. Uh, nah, 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 nah. They're all nestled in your furry belly, and then, oh my god! I can't believe I just slept with him. It's not um, really but, not that bad. Uh, but no, I sit there and your phone, bloop, 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 like four hundred women, and they all have these weird nicknames. You give them crazy girl, crazy girl, feel good, condo girl, condo girl, doctor feel good, bloop, bloop. That was just that one night. And you're like, yeah, watch me. Uh, watch this. Do, 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 you know? You toy with them. Like like Nick toys with my head. <laughs> doink, doink, doink. Yeah, it was a, it's been an interesting couple of weeks, not to say the least, right? Yes. I think it's going to get more interesting as time goes on. Yeah, you have theories. But no, I'm really <laughs> like, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to clear my head and do some things. It's been, uh, you know, it's, it's been awkward. And who, who could live with me? Like, be honest. You've been great so far. Really? Not so far. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for that you one night. Where, for I'm waiting like, for that one night where I just want to squeeze a pill into your face. Would you be able to date me? You have more hair than most women <laughs> I've dated. Yeah, I guess. That's really sad if I have more hair than That's that. true. Hey, so what I've done to prepare ourselves to, to sort of kind of a healing show, if you will, is I've preferred, I have picked five of my most kind of depressing, soul-searching songs of the 80s. And we'll, we'll play a few of them today, and, and we'll, we'll react and see if they kind of joggle any emotions and memories. How does, how does that sound? That's good, but I, I should let it be known that you're still more depressed than I am. 
which is nice. So don't we don't want listeners to think there's going to be some sort of uh, drastic role reversal. Right. I'm not going to be Sean the happy Daly one. is still the voice, uh, the right. puckish voice of whimsy. I'm still Eeyore. You're Eeyore. I'm Tigger. Yeah. Right. It's just that Eeyore and Tigger are living together now. <laughs> You know, if you've been following, how many shows is this? 215, something, something like that? Something like that. If you've been following the Stuck in the 80s plot line, it kind of had to be this way. <laughs> yeah. Like, sooner or later, our fat asses would be living in the same, like, uh, you know. It's like moonlighting. Dave and Maddie had to eventually sleep together. The question God, is, the people question people is do we actually survive? Moonlighting died when that happened. Jesus. No, see, again, you're depressing me. Some walk by night. Uh. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, though, one night? One night, the dry heaving will stop. Oh, don't say that. Spearsy! <laughs> Pound on your chest. Yeah, yeah. Don't leave me. Stay away from the light, Spearsy. We do for- have fun. I really cherish our night, like our talks, because I'm still... I- I'm- you're a little messed up. I'm, well, I'm, I'm totally... I'm, I'm it's just totally, you're all over the place. I'm all over the place. But I'm still... I'm still my, I spend more time with my kids now than I did before. But uh, I come home and I like our little two-hour like recaps of the day. And I'm like Spears, what was your day like? Uh, this was bad and this was bad. I'm that's like, oh, that's okay, little Spearsy. <laughs> Speaking of little that. Spearsy, let's keep him tucked away too. No, like, no, there's been no like sleepy, sleepy. I've been really good about that, right? Yeah, you came home one night and you were like loaded, like you bounded out of the bed. I came home at, like eleven. And you were like, Rah! you came like bounding out of the bed. I thought you were asleep. And you're like, I knew you'd come home right after I went to bed. I'm like, oh, jeez, you've been drinking, haven't you? Little. <laughs> Forgot oh, about but that there's going to be, hey, listen, we'll, uh, we'll talk more. But obviously, this is going to be a main storyline for, um, you know, at least foreseeable a future. Yeah. A couple years. Well, this will get us at least through episode 400. <laughs> because Spearsy and Daly, uh, unencumbered. In Tampa Bay is going to lead to. There's going to be a whole entire like three hour show coming up of like you know Spearsy brings home a date and I'm just sitting there <laughs> eating clam dip and Fritos. What you guys doing over there? <laughs> uh, you gonna put this? <laughs> Come on! All right, so you have really depressing songs. Yeah, let's Five do it. Five most depressing songs in the eighties. Nothing cheers you up like a depressing song. I'm gonna prove it right now. You ready? Yeah. Number five. Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time, Michael McDonald. I keep forgetting we're not in love anymore. Hold on, Spearsy. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad about putting this one on the list. Every time you're near. Thanks. What, you, you're, yeah? This is I love one, this song. This is not one of the cheer me up songs. But it's okay. I love Michael. We're going to do a whole show. He's a funny guy. I've seen him in concert a couple times. What's he called? Yacht Rock. Yeah, I know. What's the over under on. How much longer till we sit down and watch Last American Virgin together and we hold hands and cry at the very end when Gary we're drives gonna, away? We're going to watch together. Speaking of Michael McDonald, we're going to watch Running Scared, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal, Michael M- McDonald singing uh, Shine Sweet Freedom. And you and I are going down there. I'm trying to get you to go to the Key West, I baby. I want to go to Key I West. Said, let's jump in the Sean Daly mobile and head down there. Anytime you Stone want. Crabs. Nah, you're like, oh, we can get stone crabs up here. You know what, Eeyore? 
I'm turning your life around. We'll I'm going to be the best that. thing that ever happened to you. That's why I say to all my ladies. Then it ends in acrimony and yeah, been there. It really resolution. hurts. All right. Well, I love that. I, I don't know how it can get any better than I. I don't know how this show. Tur- this show's weird. I, I, it was all meant to cheer you up, and now I'm more depressed, and you are happy. No one listening is surprised by that. <laughs> it's true. Ready for number four? I am. Number four. Oh, yeah, nothing cheers me up like Genesis, Invisible Touch stuff. Jeez, man. Wait, this is, these are supposed to be depressing songs. These aren't songs to cheer yeah, me up. Yeah, but I didn't remember when I chose this one. It, it calls back the Nummy Nummy Girl. Oh, you know, yeah, everyone's favorite story next to to bags of rum in my pants, girl. Oh, she didn't have those. Your favorite stories, their favorite stories. People stories? people bring up the rum in the bag story all the time. Yeah, weird. Mama No is probably their favorite. Of oh, mine. that's everyone's favorite oh, story. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Daily's everyone's favorite. Oh, here we go again. Uh, you really are like every once in a while. I like I'll wake up on your couch, like one eye look around, thinking like, here comes Spears with the night. <laughs> Like hey, how long? A, okay, another over under. How long till we're both trying to compete for the affections of the same lady? Well, I'm trying to get uh, a peek of the lady who lives underneath you, the, like below you. You keep talking about her. Uh, oh yeah, she's the really, chain smoker. She's very sexy. Yeah, yeah, but your idea of sexy is a little different. No, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna. This is the one where we see eye to eye. Really? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And the chain smoking Asian, I think, was BS. Because I, I stare, her I stare forlornly out your window trying to find her, and there ain't no chain smoking Asian. <laughs> There's one there. I trust me. All right, you ready for the next song? Yes. Number three. Everybody wants to be someone's here. Someone's gonna show up. Never fear. Can't be a list of sad song, my friend, without a um, song by the replacements. Here comes a regular. This show is really making you sad. And yeah, yeah it's making me feel really positive very and thirsty. upbeat about life. It's making me very thirsty. <laughs> you don't drink as much as I thought you did. You're, you're a bit of a. Yeah, you, you're, you're giving people a bit of a ride on that one, too. Mm-hmm. The guy come home, I'm like, woohoo, Crown Royal. How many. Uh, I brought home about three bottles of Crown Royal for you. You drank one in its entirety. I will give you credit for that. Yeah, while you were gone last weekend. You were oh. gone last weekend at Disney. I was. Yeah, so see, I drank, look. See, don't, I, don't cry for me, Argentina. You know, I took my 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 beautiful uh, all eighteen dollars to Disney, and we all got on a "It's a Small World" boat together. Did you cry? Yeah, because it cost me a <laughs> fortune. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I drank the whole bottle. Of that actually, I drank uh, that and a one seven five liter of wild turkey. I think. So you got to see me on the weekends. The weekends is like, oh, great. it's like Universal Studios in my liver. Ew. 
<laughs> the Jaws ride. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. I have a lot of stuff to do. This I got to do. I do TV. I'm up at four thirty in the morning on Saturday mornings. I could Sometime. use. Could you set your dry heat for four thirty to wake <laughs> me up? If you wake me up <laughs> at four thirty. Hey, thanks, Steve. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go back to bed. All right. Um, oh, yeah, man. good one. Here comes a regular. You know, it's sad. I saw the uh, replacements. I think it was 1989 or 1990 in Tampa at Ritz Theater. It's still there. And I believe it was either during this song or one of the other songs where he, where uh, they actually went off stage and did heave into a bucket. <laughs> so there you go. And I honor them to this day. It'll be fun. I, yeah, I'll, I'll vomit in your house eventually if all goes well. You know the secret to vomiting the lair? I'm going to tell you right now. Don't use the toilet. Because I mean, now you and I are both Don't using the toilet. The sink. Don't say the sink. No! Use the kitchen sink. Oh, Steve, no! You know what? There were like weird chunks of food in my tumbler the other day. It wasn't that. Yeah, it was. It you barfed that. in my favorite tumbler. I'm, I'm good. I take all the stuff out of the sink before I throw up in it. Oh, my God. I'm going to pa- I got to find an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find a big cardboard box, live on the side of the road. Yeah, no, tr- trust me. Oh, I see a good song on here. Ready for it? Play this next one. Here we go. Number two. You can't go wrong thinking nothing's wrong. Who's going to drive you home tonight? Saddest car oh song ever. Yeah. Video. Gut wrenching. Yeah, the the lead singer on that one, Ben Orr, dead, no longer with us. Yeah, presumably because Drive was so sad. You know, there were rumors the band was getting back together. That they'd found somebody else, and they were going to try to. But I haven't. Heard, I wrote about it on the blog, and I haven't heard anything about it since. I don't even want to know what uh, Rico Kasich looks like now. I'm almost afraid it to never see looked him. That good to begin. I with. know. I know. It's like the picture of Dorian Gray. It's like you're afraid to see what the picture looks like now after so long away. What's sadder, this song or Since You're Gone? Since You're Gone? Since You're Gone? That's kind of a hipster. This drive is, is brutal. It's just, just a kick to the groin. Yeah, kick to your groin, which I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you lock the cat out. Oh, God, it hurts for me to do that. <laughs> you think with all that work in my abs that yeah, I'd, I'd have a much more six, I know, six-pack abs from all the dry heaving. Oh. No, drive is set. Since You're Gone is like kind of a, he's fine. The guy in Since You're Gone is like about to get laid. He's like he's posturing, but drive is just plain sad. You're posturing right now, aren't you? There's a lot of pain inside you. I got no pain. No, I, I I'm trying to be upbeat and I'm positive. I mean, it's a very very extremely sad situation. I'm not taking it lightly. I don't want anyone to think that, and you know that too. But for the sake of letting our viewers know, you know, you gotta let them know somehow. But everyone's doing the best they can, and you know. Don't give me that look. God. What was that look for? It's like an NFL press conference. Oh, F you. Well, we're going to take him one game as it comes. You know what? You know? Your breakup show, I, you know, I'm sorry, like, Debbie Foreman isn't one of my f- friends. I'm dropping that bombs out. I'm getting a little yeah. agitated. It's like you're poking the rat in the cage. No, the, the breakup show is sad. Everyone cried. Carol Jansen went through two boxes of Kleenex. Whatever. You know what? They, this ain't the Sean Daly breakup show. We're just laying people in. They've been with us for 200 shows. I can't lie about my situation anymore. But I'm doing the best I can. I'm, I'm a responsible uh, You're taking it one product. day as it comes? <laughs> just trying to give 110%? <laughs> 
<laughs> God willing, things are going to work out fine. Oh, uh, whatever. You ready for the number one song? I picked a number one song that sounds sad, but you know what? It's the anthem of 2011 for Spearsy and Daly. Are you ready? Okay, yeah. Here we go. Number one. The great Boz Skaggs. Love, look what you've done to me. So he found love again. He and he, he it, it, it transformed him into someone that uh, perhaps he didn't recognize, but he was very excited to meet. <laughs> pleased to meet me. Pleased, pleased to meet me. Happy Boz Skaggs. <laughs> Boz. Hey, that should be that you go as Boz and I'll be Skaggs next time we go out to um, you know no we would get that That'd the be banana perfect. hammock my name's Boz what's that short for Bosley Bosley oh, oh the great Tom no, we locked wow. him this week didn't we, <laughs> yeah, we that was a sad old bit oh, I teared sorry. up a little bit when I, when I wrote that one I, the lead was really good on that about dim the lights at Arnold Drive-In yeah like look. lower the flag to half mast at the sheriff's office outside Cabot Cove we lost another one eighties. I can I can tell that you were crying as you wrote it, you big wuss. <laughs> I, mean, I got a I got a heart of steel. You know what I got a heart days. for? The Saggies. You know what, uh, Mr. Daly? I really look forward to the reader emails that we're gonna get after this show. No, here's the thing. If you'd like to send an email, fine. I'm not. I can't stop you from uh, sending an email. And uh, you, you if you'd like to include a photo attachment, we can't stop you from doing no, that either. No, that's for you. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not trolling for ladies. <laughs> the year of no. In fact, to shut you up, let's go into our first note. <laughs> this uh, first letter and our only letter this week. What's going on? The mailbag a little light. Everything's a little light these days. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, like our first letter, or an only letter, is from Dinky. Dinky, Steve. And Dinky says, uh, Dear Sean and Steve, I'm a longtime fan of Stuck in the 80s, and I'm quickly catching up on all the podcasts at work. We love it when you listen to us at work. Sean, since I know that Steve will make you read this aloud, let me continue by saying that I truly enjoy your bubbly effervescence. Your singing, not so much. Ooh. I did a lot of singing this show. I keep forgetting we're not in love anymore. Hold on, Spearsy. That's my favorite part. Uh, but your singing does make me giggle, says Dinky, so she won't complain. I assume it's a she. It's a she. Okay. Steve. Oh, here we go. I think I may be your female doppelganger. Hello, hello. So a female Steve Spears. Would you want to date yourself in female hello. form? Well, Dinky, I would. Dinky, Dinky, Dinky. But I just want I, I, a little, little. Uh, what's what I'm looking for here? Spoiler alert! I have seen photos of Dinky. Yeah, Dinky is beautiful. Okay, Dinky is beautiful. Dinky and I aren't going to work out, but Dinky's beautiful. <laughs> That's our new uh, T-shirt slogan. Dinky's Dinky beautiful. is beautiful. Steve, uh, let's see, I'm your female doppelganger. Moving on. It's gotten to where I'm not even surprised whenever you mention something that we have in common. For example, 
I am de- I am a devoted trekker. Cricket. <laughs> and I actually cheered when I pressed play for episode 172 and heard greetings, Starfighter. Wow, yeah. You got to tap this. <laughs> I can't. You can't put that. Anyway. Um, my coworkers were confused, but I was happily on Rylos. <laughs> oh, Dinky, do you have a sister? Anyway, to continue with the similarities, I've never seen the Goonies. I don't like E.T., and I love war movies, James Spader in Asia. Wow, she is a female Spears. Dinky, you met your match. Uh, thanks for the blog, the Facebook fan page, and most of all, the podcast. You provide me with much-needed laughs and memories, keeping me firmly stuck in the 80s. I love you, Steve Spears. I love you. Dinky. That's really nice. Dinky, maybe you should reach out. Maybe in your year of no women... Maybe it should be the year of one woman, Steve no. Spears, and that no. one woman should be Dinky. No. Dinky and I are meant to be uh, email pals. <sighs> but if Dinky's beautiful and she, she, she lives on Rylos, <laughs> what more can you ask, my good man? Well, she lives on Rylos, then she probably has no hair on the top of her head, right? Ah, oh, gosh. I just I have a joke for that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Anyway, thank you for your letter, Dinky. And uh, all our other listeners in, in Stuck in the 80s Nation, we have about 300,000 at last count. 500,000 at last count. A million, <gasps> a million fans, and each one of them is beautiful. <laughs> um, they all have nicknames. Hey, if you have an email, especially one for Sean. No, don't. Yes, no they're coming. Relationship emails. <laughs> the advice is coming. No People who say they cry during this show. I can't wait to hear them. There's As, no tears on this show. Unlike the breakup show, which was your 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 blubber fest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there are no tears yeah, on this show. Yeah, I'm celebrating yeah. change and the strength of my loved ones. Just taking it one day at a time. Who are clicking their heels at my departure. There's no I in T-E-A-M. Anyway, if you have an email, send it to us at stuckinies at tampabay.com. What's happening, hot stuff? By the sound of the gong, it's time for Mystery Movie Moment. And um, I like to think that this seggy is uh, one of our masterpieces, or I use it to subtly hint at future uh, podcasts that might be coming your way. Oh, look, everyone uh, has nicknames now. Per my request last week, the only way you're getting your name read on air now is if you give us a nickname. Really? Yep. No more. I, I think you're taking like the realness, the 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 the, the, te- the human texture out of the show. I'm sorry, Sean. Where's the human? Why are you talking like Sean Connery all of a sudden? Like <laughs> masterpiece. Uh, I can't even. I don't. I have not. What I are you? Even, what I are you prepared to do? I can't even be that mean to you now because we we have to share our. Yeah, uh, the dry heat will just get worse. You'll be right in my ear. <laughs> God, is that good that. enough for you? <laughs> Every time you do that, I laugh, and then my chest muscles, which are already my sore, starting to hurt from the dry heave impression. Good, good, deserve it, you bastard. Pay attention. Here's last show's mystery clip. We're gonna have to eat this cake by ourselves. Your uncle Joey didn't make parole again. Yeah, that's Leah Thompson in Back to the Future. Hubba hubba. Movie turns 25 years old this year. Yes. Um, there's a lot of special screenings around the nation, people celebrating it. And next week, a special Blu-ray DVD uh, anniversary edition comes out, including uh, missing footage, long missing footage of Eric Stoltz, oh, Stoltz as Marty McFly. Stoltzy. I think Eric would have done a fine job. Yes, you think Stoltzy would have been better than Michael J. Fox? Just as good. 
Just as good, but he doesn't have the same comic sensibility. Stoltz not funny at all. Uh, if you see the clips, though, I mean, exactly parodies what what Michael J. Fox. Did. I think Zemeckis is such a hands-on director. You could have put Pee Wee Herman in that role; it would have it would have come off the same. See, you know, you have no respect for talent and 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 and, and creative singularities. You don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you are. A great roommate. Please don't kick me out. <laughs> You're right, Steve. Everything you said today is right on target. Yeah. I love you. Read the names now, You're really Dinky. handsome. Uh, Dinky. <laughs> Dinky's on Rylos. Dinky's on Rylos. Where are you now, baby? I'm landing. <laughs> I'm landing on Rylos. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> Shut up in there. Nick and I are trying to sleep. The winners of this week's mystery movie moment include... The man known only as Rowan, Gary the Love Taco, Billy Shakes, the Sausage King of Pasadena, Major Bedhead, Captain Pittsburgh, Pinhead, Wild Chicky Mandy, Hula Snoopy, Tremolo Man, and the handsome, the sexy, the incandescent, Craig Volari Contardi. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. God, you and your rashes. Hey, I'm sorry if the end of the world makes me a little nervous. If you know it, email us at stuckintheazatempe.com and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, uh, the mystical refrain of name that 80s tune. Hey, we'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s and if you can get it right, you better have a nickname for us. That's all I'm saying. Pay attention. Here was last week's mystery tune. Yes, that's John Waite. With if anybody had a heart. If everyone had a heart, yours would never be broken. If anybody had a heart like mine. Sort of sad. <laughs> You're sort of sad. You know, it comes uh, into from uh, about last night. The very ending when uh, when maybe Demi Moore and Rob Lowe are getting back together, we don't know. I see. I like open ended um, finales like that. I don't want to know. I, I like a little mystery. Some people like boom, they're back together, they're married, they're having a kid. Me, see, always optimistic. You Even are now. about last night. <laughs> you are Rob Lowe. I'm Jim Belushi. I'm, not I'm Jim Belushi. And that makes uh, FF uh, Demi Moore. Interesting. And uh, who is uh, your Elizabeth Perkins? Condo girl? See, here's the thing. And I don't want to dredge up your uh, dirt, but Condo girl, I'm pretty sure I've done the flow chart. Condo girl is the girl for you. No, we're meant to be friends. Just like me and Jinky. She's a great gal. She is. We're you still great find, friends. You know what you need? And I've said this before. You need a real romantic comedy girl. You need a clean house. Like a, like a Meg Ryan. No, you make Ryan. No distractions. No ball gags. None of that weird, uh, really like, like the ball gag, kinky though. crap in your closet. <gasps> Have you been in my closet yet? No. Okay. I haven't. I, I haven't you know the rules of the lair. I haven't put a don't, toe in your room. Don't go into this ma- I mystery woke closet. Up, I woke up one night at three thinking, like... I, Nick wasn't jumping on me. I'm like, I thought either one that he had like, I don't know, jumped to his death. Yeah, or escaped. And I packed, and then I kind of looked in your room, and uh, I saw him on the the end of the bed sleeping. I worried though. See, I worried. Good. Anyway, uh, we only had two winners. It looks like two people who provided nicknames: the obstreperous Crash from Long Beach and Saints fan. All right, good enough. They uh, what do they win? Nothing. 
a picture of Steve and I uh, scratching ourselves with Nick. Uh, <laughs> with Nick in the Spears Lair. It'd be, it's lovely. Tell you what, winners, if you'd like, we will call five winners each week from the Spears Lair and congratulate congratulate you on winning. It's like during one of our frequent happy hours. So you get, yeah. to, you get the real boisterous. If first. you would like a call from us, a personalized greeting, <laughs> we will call you. How about that? Men or man or woman, we're or not. We're want, not going. Or we're not, you can hear me dry heave. That some people might be up for if that. If you would like, exactly, <laughs> an MP3 of Steve's dry heaves, as uh, as a, a reward for winning one of our illustrious segment. Uh, and then games. the sound of disposal after I actually. <gasps> hey, that would be kind of a fun, uh, like a real alarm in the morning. <gasps> You're like, oh, you just get used to. It. Is it seven o'clock already? <gasps> All right, enough, Steve. You're trying to hit snooze. <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn it off. I'm worried about your uh, your 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 inner workings. Yeah, you're not long for this world. Oh, are you? I know. I know. Every show could be our last. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us at stuckinies at and then tune in next week to find out if you are a. Hey, can we do a, um, are we going to do any commentaries? I'm living on your couch now, man. Put a mic on me. Yeah. Put a, put a lapel mic on me and let me go, baby. Let me run free. Yeah, we want to, but the trouble is the maestro who engineers Ooh. all the lair shows, he's, at, he's out of town. Boo. Look, I'm booing the maestro. I don't know how to do it. He's not a friend of the show anymore. I don't know how Excommun- to do a show. Excommunicated. Maestro, gone. Done. <laughs> so we need someone to drive us to Village Inn. Yeah, it's true. Ugh, covered in hair. I'd rather eat an omelet at Supercuts. <laughs> <laughs> Vivid. Oh, so, so graphic. Sorry, I'm, I'm unhinged now. You think I'm hurting inside? Maybe a little. Maybe I'm a lot. <laughs> You're definitely hurting. You're dying inside. Meg Ryan, huh? Yeah, here's what you need. Just You got a clean house. None of these distractions. You have women sending you uh, naked pictures of themselves. No more of that, okay? I want you to be a PG-13 comedy. No more NC-17 Spearsy, okay? No more showgirls. P- P- no more showgirls. I want more you to Red be PG- PG-13, like Sleepless in Seattle. How about that? You know, I- I'm going to – you know what? Tell you what, it's like I'm freak, no Tom freak, Hanks. It's Freaky Friday. I'm going to jump into your life. I'm going to clean it up. I'm, uh, treat me as a source of good, of, of positive, okay? And then you need something kind of funny. It starts flirty. Here's your problem, too. You get the naked pictures from girls right away. No more of that, okay? And for legal purposes, I've seen none of these. I've only heard stories, okay? No more, like, having sex on the first date. Build up to it. Maybe two, three, four dates before you even, like, you know kiss i don't know all right maybe one or two days before you kiss but it's 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 flirting it's banter you know what? here's what it's drives respect. me crazy stop worrying about getting these women into bed spears no, i don't Be worry like about Sean it daily i'm tom hanks i'm adam sandler <laughs> i don't know <laughs> where you're going with this I'm more like here's the problem Vince and Vaughn. you're going to find this soon enough you know if, if if you continue down along the path that you're going and you end up being you know Living in your own place, you have your own lair, and, and you decide to try to re-enter the dating pool. Let me let me tell you the worst part about it, okay? Wow. There are rules. Uh-oh. These ambiguous rules that, that women have read about in books that they, <laughs> that they fill their bookshelves with. It has been 17 years. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. For me. 
And what happens is they've read all these books with all these rules and they start applying them to you, but you don't know the rules. It'd be like you trying to play football but not knowing the rules. It's like you didn't know that you couldn't go off sides. It's the same thing. So some girls have rules about, look, if a guy's going to ask me out, he has to do it by phone, not by text message, and it has to be five days before the prospective date. What? I'm telling you, this, is, this happens. I don't play by the you, rules. I'm like Lone Wolf I know, McQuaid. I know, but I'm they Lone Wolf do. McQuaid. Oh, Lone Wolf McQuaid would not be uh, wanting to live in this current decade, let me tell you. The other rules are like, you know, no kissing on the first date, but then some girls have the, date where, have the rule where unless he does kiss me, he doesn't get a second date. I do the hover, baby. The hover has no place. In, in, in 2010? Sorry. It's like a 1991 move, The Hub? Yeah. Kind of like hub. the spin doctors. <laughs> they have no place in our modern society. Uh, so I'm telling you, this is all stuff you're going to have to deal with. And you're going to get very mad at the rules. You're going to curse some authors. You're going to want to hide books when you visit their place. It has happened to me multiple times. The rules. What? Well, that's not what the rules say. You're going to hear that phrase a no, million times. No, I'm not going to. Trust me. My, I have, everyone I've dated has brought out the rules on me. Oh, you didn't kiss me soon enough. You didn't. You, you kissed me too soon. I'll enough. tell you. Let me you tell you one this, thing you right now. You're, you're starting to tick me off, Spears. Not, I'm not mad at you. I believe what you're saying. It sucks. But if there's a woman who tries to put rules on me, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna break the chains like King Kong on that island. <laughs> no rules. You can't put rules on me. I'm Sean Daly. Damn it. Read the question. <laughs> what question? Are we doing a show? Yeah. Have we started recording? Oh, PPTM. From Mooselet in Brisbane, Australia. This is probably more of a PPTMN question for Sean, as it's been bugging me ever since the Weird Al podcast. I was utterly fascinated by Sean's aversion to the F word in relation to flatulence. Well said, Mooselet. Thank you for not making me say that awful word, which you said earlier today, and I, I, I scolded you. You did. In the Spears Lair, I think. Really, Sean? The same guy who drops actual F-bombs all the time, who talks about porn. I don't remember talking about porn. You talk about porn. Spice Girls. Spice Girls? The Spice Girls are, spice if you want to be my lover. Nobody wants if to you want to be my lover. Something like that. Spice Girls are delightful. British uh, imports. Um, and boinking Natalie Diffenbaugh, the mama no boy who won't use the slurm ta- ter- slang term for breaking wind. How bizarre. So PPT me <laughs> Hey, there you go. So PPTMN me, Sean. Why can't we use the F term around you? And does Steve have anything similar that he can't stand to hear? Um uh my mother, uh the diplomat, the great don't roll your eyes, you'd like my mom. Um <sighs> my mom, the diplomat, said that uh the F word for flatulence, um uh, was a word that only uh, bad people <laughs> use. And if I wanted to go to bad boy school and be sent away from I like home. That. I saw that movie. Bad boy school. 1982. Uh, a sure uh, fire ticket to bad boy school was uh, to say uh, F-A-R-T. You know? And so I... <laughs> and she said that only like, you know, like dirty... Like, my mom is listening. I love her. She's great, but she's not she's listening twisted. to the show. She, it's okay. Say it. No, I don't. No, I don't like. I really don't like saying it. Like it's a brown word. It's a dirty word. Um, it's a word of. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, I don't want to offend I, large swaths of our readership I because really, I know everyone says it. I know there are kids' books about uh, a dog with gas, gastrointestinal problems. That's extremely popular. Walter, 
the dog, you know. Walter the farting dog. Shut up! You know I don't like that word. It's a dirty brown word, and frankly, it's a word for poor people. (laughs) (laughs) There, I said it. The lower class says F A R T, and I'm upper class. Okay. Uh, Is there a word, Steve, that you don't like? You know, it's funny because it's about the same thing. I don't like when someone says, you know, I have to toot. That's how I teach my kids. I can't stand that. What are my kids going to say? A grown woman saying, oh, sorry, I'm going to have to toot. My poor, uh, my, my, uh, poor daughter Lulu, toot. my poor daughter Lulu the other day, she said F-A-R-T because she heard it at school. And uh, the look on my face was just like abhorrence, you know? <laughs> poor thing started to cry. I'm sorry, daddy. I felt so bad. I'm like, you shall never say that word again in this house. Do you want to go to bad girls school? You rented that too. I yeah, think. I did. Yeah, yeah. 1983. I think you starred in that. Um, so yeah, so you don't like two? Oh, come on. There's got to be something else. Oh, I had a friend who didn't two. like the word panties. I don't like, I'm not really comfortable with the word metamucil, but <laughs> so far it doesn't really come into my lexicon that much. Um, but no, F-A-R-T is just a horrible, horrible but, but you know, uh, Mooselet is right. Uh, I do. Just I, phrases I don't like. I, like I, I, I don't like when someone says, oh, breathe through your nose. If you're all angry, breathe through your nose, big guy. I'm like, what? Breathe through your nose? I, I don't even. Really? Yeah. Somebody I, I dated or was married to said that. I can't remember. Oh, God. Boy, I, you have That's so annoying. Um, or people who shorten words, like, whatever. I kind of like whatevs. I do it sometimes, Ugh. too. It helps me, uh, you know, nah, jive with uh, the young kids. Lazy. It's just laziness. <laughs> laziness. Yeah, I once knew a guy who abbreviated uh, slice. Like he's like, let's get a sly of pizza. Like no, really? No, really sly. If it, if it, I can sort of see, you know, if you're reducing syllables, but you're just yeah, yeah. Sly, <sighs> um, so anyway, yeah. But um, I don't think it's a very nice toot. word. You know, toot doesn't sound good. Toot. Toot is nicer than f a r t. It's not a, okay. A, it's a a cute. Like if a, a five year old girl says toot, that's <laughs> like a forty year old woman goes. Hey, I have Let to me toot. ask you a question. If you're on a date with somebody, oh, here we go. If you're on a date with somebody and you're at dinner and you're having a nice dinner, and all of a sudden you're the the girl you really really like across the table, she she expels a little gas. Does that kill the date for you, or do you laugh? Is it like Shrek, like Shrek and Fiona? Well, how many dates have you been on where this has happened? (laughs) There was once a girl in second or third grade. Uh, I think her name was Alicia, and like in math class, and everyone like laughed at her. And I swear, like five years later, she was like a hooker in Miami. Really? It all went bad from the gas. But so, if a girl like uh, was flatulent on a date with you, and she went, "Hee hee hee, sorry," would you be? Uh, would you? I don't know. How I would hear it. You know, women are really sly about that. They they, they know how to put them out. You don't hear a thing. God, this show has just. This is the weird. This is like the anti breakup show. <laughs> There's nothing remotely tender or, you know, sad That's about this. It's not my this. fault that Mooselet asked about. No, it was a good question it. from Mooselet. Don't, you know, you I, know said bleep it, that. I said it. Bleep it. No. No, when I hear the show, bleep it. <laughs> Just earmuff it when you hear it. I got, you know, and the thing is, I can't even be mean to you anymore. I can't even, like, storm up because I got to so see you As much as you don't later. like to hear it, you sure like to do it. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I didn't want to have to pull oh, it out. No. Yeah, that's Don't you right. throw stuff the at me. The first night that I was in the lair, you were like Arthur Fiedler over there doing Stars and Stripes Forever with your butthole. That's totally fabricated. It's not fabricated. I I can see your 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 flimsy shorts rippling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that that part's not <laughs> no and i'm like oh i'm like oh well, i guess now it's okay because you know I, I wasn't sure what the rules were in the spears lair about your etiquette we're guys we you know but now that i realize that you that's how you talk like, <laughs> barfing in the sink <laughs> and then you're like mr toots a lot over there uh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I'm sorry, too. You're a good friend. See, now I got to be nice to Eeyore. I got to pet you and coddle you. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you if you have a question that's non-F-word related, um, don't forget, send it to us at stuckinies.tampa.com. But please put PPTMN in the subject line. If you're not ready to give up on mullets in Madonna, log on to Stuck in the 80s, just one of the many blogs you'll find at TampaBay.com, the website of the St. Petersburg Times. Relive the music, movies, and culture of the greatest decade ever, only at TampaBay.com. So there you go, Steve. Another sad song, another sad show. No, it's not a sha- sad show. Sad show. No, I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, it's um, it's a, a optimistic, hopeful show. I appreciate um, uh, well wishes and uh, kind words from the peeps out there, and I appreciate my good friend Steve Spears giving me a place to sleep. Uh, I was in motel hell before that. <laughs> Uh, which is a story I'll, I'll talk about later. But anyway, you know, we promise. Uh, I'm, I'm a, I, I remain a great family man. I regret. I remain a, actually better friends. Somehow better friends with the forever fiance now. But uh, but yeah, here we go. I'm untethered in 2010. I'm gonna stay untethered for. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not gonna, two years. I'm not gonna, <laughs> two years. No, um, there are there are there. I said are, it. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, if you like, want to send something about, it, you can. Uh, we'll be talking about this. It's not a. Uh, it's not a, a. I mean, it's a sensitive subject, you know. But if if you want to make fun of me, you can. If you want to say, "God bless the FF for lasting 17 years," I couldn't last 17 minutes with your no good ass. Feel free. That. Send it. We'll, we'll, we'll repeat that. it on there. Yeah. But for now, Steve and I will be locked up in the Spears Lair and stuck in the 80s. Oh. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes. 